Hola. Hi. Hi. All right. Hi guys. <laughs> um, welcome to episode two of CC Talks Hella Shit. Uh, and today we have a special guest. Hi, I'm Bio Babies. <laughs> this is. I like to- <laughs> this is my pal Eric. Um. Yeah. So today, um, of course, I let the guest pick out the theme for today. And today we're going to be talking about social media. And we both have a pretty big, like, impact. Yeah. Yeah. Not impact. I I have a very little impact. (laughs) I'm I'm what you would call a niche internet micro-celebrity. Lord. But even (laughs) micro-er. But we've definitely had our fair share of like being on the internet and like yeah. making stuff on the internet. Being creators, but yeah, again, by micro creators. But we have, we have, yeah, I'd say we both have about equal uh, experience in many different things. You post a lot uh, on a lot of things. Yeah, uh, a lot actually. I don't know how you keep up on as many social medias. But I respect it a lot. Um, yeah i could never like uh, i have like that's true that's completely true like i'm on almost everything right but like some things i'm just on there to be on there and like see things and there are some things like i'm on youtube and i used to post like every tuesday consistent but then yeah. like i just had a burnout and just mm-hmm. haven't Oh, I, I know that with YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, so as probably a couple, I'll probably shout out this podcast so that people can listen that used to watch Bio Babies. Bio Babies was very, very consistent YouTube thing for me. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, around November of last year, I uploaded that like one video and I put like a lot of energy into. And then I started like, okay, I need a one up of that. And the one up of that, I just did not have the materials to make it. So making it was really tiring and I just couldn't do it. Right. And it's like when you post, I know exactly how that feels. Cause like if you post that one good thing and it gets a lot of attention, you want to be able to yeah. make the next thing even better than that. Or even worse, if it doesn't get, if you put a fuck ton of effort into something, I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to swear. It's TC talk shit. I can swear. Yeah, uh, I can swear. If, if, uh, I was like, wait a second, do I have to censor myself? No, it's called CC Talk Shit. I think I can, I think I can get away with- I think with, you're good. With a few, with a few, yeah. Um, no, I'm in the same boat where like, where you post something and it doesn't get any attention, but you worked a fuck ton, you put yes. a fuck ton of time into it. That's really demotivating, especially with YouTube. And you start trying to find different like social medias and things to, uh, to, uh, to, to post on. But then again, I didn't have the tools to do it at the time. And then I quit pretty much right when I got a job, like in real life, because I could not keep up with weekly uploads, which right. I was trying to do, even though I still wasn't doing it because I worked really hard on one video and then it just fell through completely. Right. Like I'm balancing so much on my plate and it's like, I have stuff that's going on with school and plus I'm balancing a job <laughs> and also trying to like keep myself steady because like being on the internet can be so stressful but also being like a creator can be also even more stressful because you're so expected to 
throw out content, throw out material for people to see for their mm-hmm. own enjoyment when you might not have the time or the motivation to do so, but you know, hey, maybe I should because they're expecting me to do it. Yeah, and you kind of cuckold yourself into this little corner where like people expect a lot of you. Yeah. Uh, I had a meme page fairly recently that like I kept coming back to and then leaving because it was really stressful with like all the other accounts that were like mine and there was a lot of drama that I just did not like care enough about but I was still pulled into. Yeah. And then recently yeah. I just started going, I'm literally just going to make irony memes saying fuck you. Yeah. And that's been yeah. the most fun I've had on that page <laughs> because it's like you don't cuck your hold yourself and say like, I'll post uh either once a week or six months away from each other right and everyone's just like yeah that's that's him that's that's what he's doing right like, it's, like it's very energizing like i have like on my instagram i have three accounts well four mm-hmm. but five <laughs> four, <laughs> four accounts are like my main where i post like shitty pictures of myself whenever I do something exciting and then my spam page and then a page that I don't want to talk about and then my art account and I haven't posted on my art account in literally months because like I've had no inspiration to draw I've had no inspiration to create art and like I have all the materials for it it's just like I've been so burnt out and school has been kicking my ass and I've been working like I started a new job and like all these things have been going on and it's like I want to be able to sit down and make some stuff but like with what time exactly yeah that's I couldn't have said it better yeah Um, yeah but like I feel like you and I, well, I feel like you could re- relate to it more because I suck at like leaving and then staying gone. Gone. Oh, yeah. I have that problem too, entirely. Because, uh, like, yeah. when I've definitely had my fair share of, I'm leaving Instagram. I can't do this anymore. And then I, and then a day later, back. yeah, you have a mental breakdown. And then a day later, you're like, I'm back, guys. What's right. up? <laughs> Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, it's hard. It's very addicting. And it becomes a lot about trying to stay bolted down and saying I'm not coming back, which I'm already struggling with. I like because you'll you'll stay, you'll get burnt out and you'll stay away. And then a couple a week later, you go, I have an idea. Like I'm I'm no longer burnt out. I have an idea. I've had about eight video ideas just floating on my head. And I got to grab myself and say, I can't do that yet. Don't have the materials. And if I make one then the rest are going to become way harder because I still don't have the materials to make that video. Exactly. So until I have the materials, which I can make it, then maybe I'll start uploading again. But once those eight videos are out, what am I going to do next? Am I going to have those 10, another 10 video ideas or am I going to start making weekly content that seems the same as the last episode? Right. And right. That, that's that's a difficult choice to make is are you going to make eight amazing videos, get like, what, 100,000 subscribers and then, oh, well, uh, uh i got nothing for you like here's a video of me yelling hi intro to hi terry cruz and i yell at it like (laughs) that's that's the best i got now where you just start uploading stuff on your camera roll and you go where did i go wrong right like there 
was a point where I was shooting out like YouTube videos back to back because like I've had this YouTube page since elementary school. Oh yeah, me too. I'm gonna start uploading stuff and I'm gonna be an animator and then I cut the animator thing because like over time I realized yeah animation's hard dude yeah it's hard and so i was like you know what i'm gonna just start it up like i started it back up last year and i mean it was doing great like i talked and people enjoyed my stuff and i uploaded right i uploaded a happy birthday video for Eddie and that was the last thing I've posted and I posted that in February it's June yeah that's how I felt with the YouTube channel I have the last video I uploaded that was like genuinely a bio babies video was in late December and it was the best of bio babies video and I was like I'm really proud of this video I can't wait to do what you know my next series was going to be a Batman telltale where at the end of every episode I told people to go on my Instagram and vote for the choice at the end of the episode Mm mm-hmm and, but it was going to be entirely story-based, almost no jokes, because I can't get in all the, like, the story bits from Telltale, and also have that all contribute to the one main goal, which is vote at the end of the episode. Yeah. So, I kind of got myself into this corner where it's like, I have to make a video that's under an hour, because nobody's going to watch an hour and 30 minute video that's mostly dialogue. Yeah. And then vote yeah. at the end. And if I do, I'm going to get about three votes and and the people that, and I'll be able to see who watched the video and go, okay, three votes and no one knows what's happening. Right. And the rest are just going to be people that go, haha, I didn't watch it, but 10, you know, I'm going to vote for this one. So it was just kind of like you get into this corner and then I go, okay, I can't make this video, but it's all I've been working on for the past month. So it just, that, that breaks you down. And that just makes it to the point where you just don't want to work on it anymore or work on the channel. And that's where I've been pretty much since I left. I stated my announcement that mm-hmm. I left in, oh my God, eight, late February, early March. And that's where I've been ever since where it's just like, I'm very burned out and I come up with new ideas, but I know I can't do them until I have the right materials to do so. And that's what sucks. Right. My, probably my biggest fear of like being on the internet is like, like you kind of briefly mentioned it where like you can make something so good and then blow up and then that's all no you're one else known for. But that's yeah. all you're known for. Yeah. Because right. I made a TikTok during the election, which is always a great thing to do. Yeah, um, the greatest time to make a joke and then oh, yeah. everyone see it. Yeah. I was sitting at Applebee's watching the election while working and right. I literally said, I don't know who's winning, but all the red makes me want to die. Twenty six thousand likes and over a million views on TikTok. And I was like, Oh my god. I'm famous. Right. And then no is anything that you make. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I've had a few, like, here and there moments where, like, some of my videos do appear on people's, like, For You page, and people see it, and it gets, like, a few hundred likes, but, like, they remember me because of the one stupid thing I said during the election at Apple. you didn't expect anyone to see. You didn't put it, and it sucks because you put all these effort into other things, nobody sees them, and then you just like shit something out, and everyone's like, oh my god, that was the best shit I've ever seen. In my right, life. this is comedy gold. She's yeah. sitting at Applebee's 
clocked in at nine something p.m. watching the election. That yeah. shit is golden. Yeah, when it's not, it's not. It just it's, really sucks. But yeah, yeah. And I, the last thing I want is to be like, like nobody wants to be a one-hit wonder. Nobody yeah, wants no. to be known for one thing and like have that be a part of them for the rest of their life. Yeah, the like it's the same. You don't want to be the damn Daniel kid because right? Who the f- knows where Daniel is anymore? Exactly. I don't. Like I have no clue what that motherfucker <laughs> doing. I'm sure he has some YouTube channel that averages fifteen thousand views now. He's probably sponsored but... by Vans or some <laughs> Maybe. shit. Maybe. Like, <laughs> like. Hopefully, God, that kid. I I know he got a surfboard on Alan, and it probably didn't get to him because Alan's a piece of shit. But other yeah. than that, fuck if I know or care what he's doing right now. <laughs> and that's kind of what's scary, yeah. And something that I think I think about like all the time, and I think our inspiration, Bo Burnham said it perfectly, that like kids from the age, like I think the perfect age to actually start diving into like social media and becoming a creator shouldn't be at least like fifteen. I yeah, think no. it should be 15. It should, I honestly think it should be like 18 or like 18. 20. Yeah, people should not be able to, I mean, Twitter accounts, you just look at Twitter as a, as a whole and you yeah. can kind of get an idea that people probably shouldn't be on Twitter or Snapchat or yeah. maybe basically yeah. any of the big social medias that people should not be creating uh, at young ages because they just embarrass themselves. Yeah. And that's what's kind of scary is, you know, you Twitter does have these age ga- these age rules, but people don't care. It's, you can lie right, about your right. age easier on the internet than... I mean, like, people do it yeah. all the time where it's like, oh, I was born, to ni- born in 1999 and you're fucking 12. Yeah, like, right, yeah. Like, it's so bad seeing these kids really dive into social media at such a young age. Like, I'm guilty for right. that. My mom let me have an Instagram in the fifth grade. Um, yeah, no, I got Instagram in sixth grade. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was, I was like, in elementary school, I was pretty smart because I was like, I won't use social media until I'm in middle school. The only uh, reason why I got an Instagram at all is because I was in contact with like one of my friends that moved to a different elementary school, which right. didn't think about it. I will be seeing her in the sixth grade. But yeah. like, it was very sun my mom let me have it and then at some point she took it away and i wanted to be sneaky and i got it back and like now she knows i'm on it and i've been on it for like years but over time i think like what if i just stayed off never got it and just like yeah no i i could say with 100 percent certainty that i wish i never got on social media uh creating and i mean i wouldn't mind still having a youtube channel or whatever but just instagram twitter snap all of those i i it's safe to say i'd be probably be better off if i didn't ever yeah. download yeah. one of those apps i, uh, I agree because yeah. it's just like you you can you can literally just log in for like five minutes and you're on there for like an hour like right. they literally make they make it to be a dick thing yeah that's that's yeah the corporation that's what they do that's what they're made to do entirely the longer you're on there the more money that they make and 
regardless on how many views or whatever, you're still going to get sucked in because that's their job. Yeah, no, entirely. It's It gets even worse when you start thinking about things like, deep down, does anyone really want to take off? Right. Like, I, I, I think it's funny because I've been making these, you know, making YouTube videos for so long and making, you know, in the hopes to make to take off. And then I get around to it and I know I'm not going to want it once I get it. So it's like, do I even deep down want to take off? And that's actually one of my biggest fears is taking off, despite the fact that I work so hard to do so. Right. And then fears to, it's like, it's this, it's this kind of self-revolving door where it, it, it doesn't end in anything good, but right. it's just, mod- I genuinely think of like 50 to 100 years, social media will be looked upon as like smoking as it is now. Yeah. It's just like, as like, why would you do that to yourself? You're just gonna make yourself develop like a disassociative disorder in your late twenties. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing that is going to benefit you from having it, but it, everyone does. Right, because like it's entertainment, like yeah. especially because like now that the pandemic is dying down, everybody has some sort of social media because that's right. all you could really do during a pandemic is like binge watch something or see what other people are doing during quarantine like it's ways to catch up and communicate which is great but you also like some things get bad on social media i remember it got really stressful for me during the pandemic when like we were balancing covid but then also the black lives matter movement where all these riots were bursting out and right. people were in Grand Rapids and like my hometown and like burning shit to the ground and breaking into local businesses and shit. And I'm like, I used to live there. I remember right, where yeah. these places are and I'm watching this and it's stressing me out because it's like, I'm eat, like, I'm seeing this firsthand and I can't escape it because it's yeah. happening right now. Yeah, that's kind. Of, I feel like that was like the first wake up call to a lot of people that like. Yeah. It's now. Like it's not. It's not a history class anymore. It's now. Yeah. Like, it, have to take it. Seriously. It's and and all of this broadcasted on social media. Right. Like, like it. Yeah. Unless you're there face to face, the only way that you're going to know what the fuck is going on is if you log into Facebook or if right. you log into Instagram or like any social media. Cause like nobody can believe the news because you hear stuff on social media saying that the news is fake. It yeah. all loops around and it all kind of like burdens itself because you don't know what to believe anymore. I think you got it right there with just the word burdens. I feel like Instagram, like Instagram, Snapchat, all those major social media apps are just burdens on people. And I, it, you understand why people stay away from it and you understand why people are addicted to it at the same time. Yeah. And there's really nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Other than know that your productivity would be way better if you weren't doom scrolling for three hours straight. Right. And that's, like, the scariest part because you can, like, scroll so deep and see stuff right. that, like, crushes you. I catch myself doing that all the time where I'll be, I mean, not even just, like, crushing you, just scrolling through shit, being miserable and, like, thinking about how miserable I am. Right. And then realizing that, like, I have a book next to me that I could be reading. I have a Switch next to me that I could be playing. I have, across my room, I have a desk I could be working on and doing things. But I just don't because I'm sitting on my bed 
bare ass naked, scrolling through social media <laughs> that I like something I don't need to be doing. Uh, I get the same thing because it's like I have so much stuff I could be doing. I right. have so much potential to be productive. Like there's motivation inside of me, and I can feel it, and I know it's like an itch because like I right. know. I can be doing like I could clean my fucking room right now. I yeah. could. God, I get literally... that one. I should be cleaning my room right now. <laughs> <laughs> Looking around, I'm like, wait a second, that, that's a little bit too relatable. <laughs> I could clean my room. I could redecorate because I've been wanting to redecorate, even though my room is already full of shit that probably shouldn't even be in here. I could be talking to old friends. I could be literally talking to my parents. Yeah, talking and, to family members, but you're scrolling through fucking Snapchat stories, you know. Exactly. People are doing. It also is just a hellscape for drama. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a, uh, for example, I'm just gonna use an ex- a work example. So if any of my coworkers that are you know listening to this, I don't apologize. And if you're the one I'm calling a piece of shit here, you're a piece of shit. Okay. Um, so I was, I this is like when I first started working at my undisclosed job, and uh, I was working at this place and these two co-workers I had, they weren't really like besties or anything, but they, they, they were like, okay with each other. Um, and then one day, uh, one of the coworkers, like I'm talking with a coworkers were like making jokes. I dropped something and she had made me like, in some action made me drop something. And then I was like making fun of her. And that's just kind of, you know, what happens at work, just making jokes. Cause there's nothing else to do other than wrap burritos. And, uh, and so, you know, we're making fun of her, and then she goes, hey, don't say that in front of whatever the fuck was walking by. And I was like, wow, what's up? And so she pulls me aside, and she's like, so the other day, I was really sick, and I asked her, hey, can you can you, uh, can you you cover my shift? I'm feeling like shit. And then her friend, and then they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. They cover each other all the time. Uh, but then uh, her friend had texted her and said, hey, uh, I know I shouldn't have done this, but I was hanging out with my shitty boyfriend and he's being a piece of shit. Can you come help me get away from him? And she was like, yeah, sure, no problem. So she goes and she helps her out and then uh, they hang out for the rest of the day. She still felt like shit and was sick as hell, but it was like, it was my, it was a friend who was in physical danger. Right. need to go help first. Like that's the main priority. And for whatever reason, she made the stupid decision of posting it on Snapchat that she had with her friend. And the fucking coworker who was covering for her saw it. And instead of just being, you know, most people would just, you know, pass by that and go, oh, whatever. They lied, but that's fine. It says she threw like a huge fucking meltdown and started a bunch of shit over it because she saw a post on social media that she probably, that she t- took out of context. And it, it's all because they posted on social media. None of that would have occurred if social media weren't the problem there. And I feel like, there is kind of a good example of it ruining personal relationships for no reason at all. Yeah. It's like, just, it's, it's a hellhole. I'm going to come forward and personally admit that I am completely guilty of doing that. Yeah. Like, I know uh, we all, no, that thing though is that we all are. Like, yeah, we all yeah. know we are guilty of that. I've been scrolling through social media and see my friends hanging out. Those motherfucking, you they didn't invite me to go ice cream. Yeah. But you know for a fact that. You don't need to go to get ice cream because you've been busy all day and you probably would have said no. Right. So it's like, you know, I'm, everyone's guilty of it, but social media just creates this hellhole and hive 
for just people to be pieces of shit for no reason. Right. And FOMO is worse than it's ever been. FOMO is uh, so bad. Of it. Yeah, it's terrible because people just, they see it everywhere that people are hanging out. And they're and just they like, feel man, like, why am I? Right, they feel like they're better off without them. Like, I which isn't, Yeah, which isn't the case. The yeah, I'm one of those people where I'm personally going out and asking my friends, hey, do you want to hang out? And then I get people on, like, I post a picture of us and if people on the why didn't you invite us? It's like, because I'm reaching out to this person and asking them to hang out. You weren't there. Like, that's right. that's it's not some simple it's not some game of i want to avoid you sometimes it is and i'll fully <laughs> admit to that i'll fully admit to that person that it is right. uh because i'm straight up with people but you know that's not always the case and that's just what it's made out to be half the time and it's you can directly lead it as a source of social media being that problem it's yeah. no yeah. one else you can't put the blame on any single other person it's just social media i've definitely realized that like because of spam pages and private stories and stuff like that, I personally have become extremely scared of confrontation and like telling people like issues that I'm experiencing straight to their face. And I feel right. like it's easier for myself and I know some others that it's a little easier for just to say it in like a private place right and, yeah like sure it's like, that breeds problems i know and yeah i'm fully aware that like it's really problematic and it's really bad and i need to grow out of it but it's like i've had my own fair share of issues of me being like straightforward with people about how i feel and them shutting me down so it's right. always like maybe that fear of what if they shut me down and make put the blame on me for how I feel? But right. they can't say anything if I post a shitty meme on my spam page and then caption it with some shit because 98% of the people on my spam page don't read the captions and they just screenshot the meme and carry on. Yeah, right. So it's kind of oh, like yeah. a way of getting it out, but not getting it out in a good way because... Yeah, no. Like, it's a very I've I've been finding new like I've been specifically trying to find new hobbies that don't involve social media mm-hmm. because I realized there's better like journaling for example I bought a ten dollar journal from Target and then I spent like three dollars on a good marker or a good like pen and mm-hmm. that's the best like that's a great way to get things out that nobody uses anymore because social media exists right and that's a massive issue with like just nowadays and I I find myself branching out away from social media nowadays just because I want to get away from it but I know you're in the heart of it yeah so it's interesting to hear like I I feel like I'm having a conversation with myself from like a year ago except I'm trying to branch away from it and right you you know that you should but you just it's so hard to get away from it it's genuinely I still have troubles with it and I'm the the one breaking actually trying to break away from it right and it's like I've been wanting to get off of everything for so long and I've been like reaching out, but it feels like I'm getting farther and farther away from it. The more and more I like meet people or the more and more I get more attention on the internet. And it's like, if I leave, I'm letting people down. But if I do like, if I don't leave, I'm letting myself down. Yeah, no, that's exactly entirely it. And that's what 
again, that's what those corporations that own social media things want to happen. Is they exactly. want you to be addicted to it to the point where you'll let other people down. I've definitely made like a personal choice though, because like I've told this to almost every person that I know, and I made the decision that like I'm going to spend like this last year of high school making the most of my social media career. But once I get out of high school and I get that diploma, I'm going MIA and I'm gonna. Oh yeah, me too. I'm yeah, like totally. deleting everything and stepping away because I mean I'm going to college I know you aren't going to college but I'm yeah. college bound I have a future a bright future ahead of me and oh yeah you have a brighter future than I do and I and, have everything planned out to a T <laughs> so and I have hella potential without being known on the internet like yeah there's a possibility that maybe if I stayed on the internet I can get famous and like be huge but that's slim especially yeah. in someone in my shoes like i know exactly what i want to do outside of high school i know where i want to be i know where i want to move to and i know where my life should be and that yeah. should be without social media that should be focusing on myself seeing people face to face and not through like a screen like if yeah, you want to yeah, no, call totally. me if you want to call me, you can call me, but you can't like call me on Snapchat, which that pisses me off. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, it's a whole different argument that we right, don't need to a, get into. That's completely different. <laughs> that's a, that's but, a pet peeve at most. <laughs> right, that's a first world problem. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to keep in contact with me, you can still call me. You can still text me. But I'm keeping my life to. If you're in my life, you can see me grow, but right. not the entire world. Like the entire world does not need to see me grow. Mm. Only myself. I, the funniest thing is you see people on social media nowadays that create the most drama are the ones that have been on social media since they were in high school or they were in middle school and just stayed on it. The people that end up actually being successful by like social media and YouTube and all those things, people that like us, do social media, realize how shitty it is, take a break, and then come back to it with a healthier mindset. Yeah, I've seen that with yeah. a lot of creators where like they come back and explode on the scene. And it's like, where did these guys come from? And you look at their past and like, oh, they were on active on Instagram until this point, deleted their account, and now they're taking off because they took some time to get away from it and learn its algorithms and learn how it works. And also and, heal yeah. as a person and then take off on it. And you see those, as much as I don't like Dream, that's what he did. That is what and I that, did. I mean, he still creates drama, but those mostly his fans, and that's a whole other discussion. Uh, <laughs> whole parasocial relationships is a whole other argument, but uh, right. but I mean, that's kind of what it breeds too: is parasocial relationships, is people thinking that they love someone that they that doesn't know they exist. Yeah, and it's just it's sad to see. Uh, but back on track with the future thing, that's I'm in the same boat in that case too, where it's like I'm not staying on social like none of the people that i talk to right now are going to like a few small percentage of them will matter but most of them won't because i'm in high school and i know that for a fact that none of the people i interact with on a day-to-day that fucking jonathan who sits in the back when we have an inside joke about uh gum wrappers for some reason <laughs> he's gonna be in jail in five years oh shit for selling crack like i i'm, I'm fully aware of that 
and it's just like you just, you have to go go and stop and go okay this is what i need to focus on after high school this is where my goals are i need to reach these goals and then maybe once i reach those goals i can reach this childhood dream of being on youtube or this childhood dream of being a fucking what tiktok i don't use tiktok so i wouldn't know but, uh, <laughs> but these other things that people want to reach out to is is you have to do it when you're mature and you know what you're doing because those kids that have mental breakdowns when they're 16 have been on social media for their entire life it's cuz it's cuz they just got this big following and they went from knowing all of their subscribers were their best friends who comment on their videos about the jokes like me to <laughs> right ahead of you oh there here's 6.5 million people that i don't know Absolutely. and that's kind of you know it's kind of this toxic thing and this talk again it's like a revolving just toxicity door yeah keep, keep walking through it brings a lot of like i know being on social media for a long time has definitely brought like there's definitely upsides to it because like i've met a lot yeah. of cool people i've met oh some yeah great I, we've, people. we have completely ignored the upsides meeting people keeping in touch with friends seeing what your friends are doing but there's also a lot of downsides with people seeing what people you don't like anymore doing yeah going through pictures of your ex oh stalking your ex shut years up. After. like shut things up. like that aren't good no <laughs> aren't healthy not at all. yeah they're not good at all because like it, contrary to popular belief it's not healthy to laugh at your your ex's new boyfriend or girlfriend how do i know that <laughs> because i've done it because we've it, done it yeah, we've done like you you learn from these things that you don't really previously think about learning it from because it's just a common it's like seen as this thing that you should do now and it's not by any stretch of the imagination i think you brought up bo burnham and i think he had an excellent point that if you if you can live your life without an audience you should do it yeah but everything nowadays is structured around being and having and being an audience and i think like since we're all so young like we're both seniors in high school and, yeah, we're both going on seniors. We're both in the same boat. Right. Uh, like, age. we have so much to look forward to because we're getting to that point where we need to start nailing on the head. And what are we going to do after high school? What are we going to do right. as we become adults? And, quote, real world. Because we can choose to stay in school or we can choose to move forward and like not go to school go to a trade start real estate like what you said you were going right, to start yeah. doing and yeah. social media can like kind of it can inspire you to start doing something in the future but it can also like i don't know what the right word is it can uh, also it just destroy you in every yes. single way yeah, yeah, I can just destroy yeah. all motivation that you have because for some reason you're more busy looking at what somebody else has accomplished. But they, you know, like let's say you're halfway through your career field and you look at someone who's already great in their career and you see, wow, we're in the same career field, but I'm just not doing as well. And all your motivation is destroyed when they were at your point too. Mm -hmm. They were they were at your point where they were struggling as well. But most likely they didn't have to go. They probably weren't looking at social media and going, man, that one doctor is a better doctor than I am, and I'm—I just started becoming being a doctor. It's like, well, no shit. 
just gotta, <laughs> you know, it's like a doctor was the easiest example, but you get what I'm saying? Like, right, there's right. no, I think I see this a lot with artists or where young artists, they, you know, they do their artwork and they see other people who have been doing it for forever and they're great at it. It's like, why am I not great at it? Well, it's because you just started last week when you picked up the pencil and said, you know, it'd be funny if I drew a little smiley face and you got addicted to it. Right. There's no, there's no problem with that, but it just stunts growth. Exactly. In anything. Very well and, said. But at the same time, it can also, if you see someone who's really good at something, you can go, wow, I wish I was as good as them. I'm going to work hard to get there. It can also inspire you to be better, but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have that mindset anymore because they're doom scrolling or they're just, they're not worried about picking up hobbies or whatever. Or they just give up. They Yeah, they just give up. Yeah. It, it sucks. It really does. Because, like, I know people definitely want to... Everybody wants to do something. But regardless on, like, if it's, I want to become a fucking astronaut. Or I want to be in the army. Or I want to live in my parents' basement. Like, you want to do something. You have some sort of goal that you want to set, no matter what it is. And it can bring, like, social media can bring so much self-doubt and, like, self-consciousness to yourself. Like, from personal experience, like, I used to want to be a model. I used to want to design clothes and model them. And doom scrolling, like you said, I would doom scroll all the time and see people thinner and like clearer skin and like lighter complexion and like stuff like that it made me so self-conscious that I just gave it up and like yeah I would still post pictures of myself on my Instagram page but I didn't feel as if it was worthy enough for everybody to see so there were some points where I would like go through and delete almost every single post like I only have 30 posts on my actual Instagram because I would look and analyze myself for too long and pick out every single flaw on myself because I didn't look like the next girl or I didn't look like fucking I don't know someone hot (laughs) and and so like being on there for too long can bring so much like like self-hatred too Mm -hmm. because I want to love myself I feel worthy enough to say hey like look in the mirror and say hey I'm good enough I'm worthy enough for love I I think I'm beautiful and it's so hard now because everybody's comparing themselves to other people and it's hard to not compare yourself with someone else Mm -hmm. Just because you aren't them does not mean that you can't thrive being your own self. Right, yeah. And, I mean, I'm still learning that. And I know people are still struggling with that. And it's good to think about that nobody is going to be their picture-perfect person. Nobody's going to be perfect, period. And it's cheesy. But, like... Yeah, no. It's... It's it's all 
on how you see yourself and the people that you surround yourself with. Because if you're around negativity and you're getting sucked into what perfect is and what like perfect should be regardless of if it's what you're posting what you look like who you're with what you stand by and if it's all just negative vibes from there then you're just gonna hate everything about yourself but if you just stand your ground If you just stand your ground and realize, hey, I don't give a fuck about what anybody has to say to me. I don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks about me. I love myself. I think I'm good. I think my viewpoints are valid. Then you're good. Like, I don't think I'll ever say that I love myself. uh, But I do get where you're coming from in that, like, it is all, I feel like that's, all those reasons are entirely why I basically just do a hard reset and all social media every once in a while besides like snapchat because no one's gonna remember what cringy thing i posted on snapchat a couple years ago right but like on social media on instagram i started deleting all my posts and then i'll bring them back if i feel like it as like events and it's like a a scapegoat to say oh yeah it's funny i'm doing them as events but really it's like i don't want to go and look back at all the shitty things i did and i don't want other people to see that so i can just reset and I reset Twitter and I reset all these other applications because it's easier to not be able to, la- you know, I don't have to scroll all the way down on my tweets and see what I tweeted four years ago because I don't want to. Right. Uh, and that same way, you know, I don't want to see what friends I had a while ago. I used to have toxic ass friends. Mm-hmm. And that's why I left doing that one meme page that I did and doing other stuff that I did and why I stopped having being friends with certain people it's like i don't need to be reminded of that because it's not healthy all the time to see those people pop up and on your page it's not it's really not healthy yeah and i recognize that and go okay what's going to be healthier for me is this this or this so that's why i keep things recent i keep things up to date because i know if i just if i constantly have to be brought up with these toxic things i don't want to think about yeah it's not going to build me with self growth and some people will be like oh it's acknowledging the past but it's not because it's just you're never going to grow out of that point yeah you could be allowed to grow out of that point i agree because like there are things like i kind of am a little less active on instagram but i'm extremely active on snapchat and i know that snapchat's like stories disappear after 24 hours but they're still saved into your memories and i feel like that like like any archive or memory option on a social platform is hell absolute hell because i can literally go back to certain dates of the worst times of my life and see everything either build up happen and then die down and i get trapped sometimes like trying to find oh, I want to post this memory for the day. Oh, I'm trying to find this picture. And I end up getting stuck looking at the past and thinking, what if something changed? What if this changed? What if I did that? Like thinking a lot of what if scenarios because nobody wants anything to happen to yourself, like to them. And I, it's definitely hard to get out of looking through the past and also acknowledging hey it happened and it's done it yeah. happened already and you can't change it yeah totally 
it that's, sucks. I think that's, that's why I'm glad I never kept a really long, like, Snapchat streak or anything. Uh, of using it, not the actual streaks, just, like, of using the app. I never, like, stuck with it. And I don't save things in my memories very often because most of the time I don't want to see that stuff. Right. Uh, I usually just save the funny stuff, and that's it. But I know people, one of my ex, my ex, my last ex, she documented everything to the point where when I asked her out, she took out her phone and then took a picture of herself and then put Eric's, Eric loves me on there. That's not healthy that by any not. stretch of the imagination. Like that, that will, that will trouble you more than it will. Cause when we break up, when we have this issue, when we have that issue, it is not, if it, from any stretch of the imagination, if we ended up having a really long relationship, that would have been awesome to have. But nine times out of 10, it's not worth the risk to have it in your memories or your phone or whatever you want to, however you want to put it. Right. It's, it's a very unhealthy addiction, you know, being able to see your highs and your lows. So that's why I don't save a lot of stuff. I only save the highs. That's why a lot of the jokes I tell over and over again to people, Papa John's story. That's, that's, that's something that me and my friends can perfectly say. That's hilarious. That's funny. That's something that we want to talk about. And I can say, oh man, March 7th, the day of the reckoning, something like that, yeah. where I don't focus on the negativity of, of what happened the day before. What happened on March 6th? Fuck if I know. If it was a, if I had a shitty day on March 6th, March 7th made it, like made up for it. It's good to keep those positive memories maybe, but if you're constantly looking at your, your negatives, then it's going to suck. Like it's right. going right. to, it's not, it's just going to suck things out of you. Absolutely. And I feel like I'm I'm fortunate in the fact that I've been kind of smart with social media. You have. I've you done, really I've done really dumb have. shit. Yeah, I've done dumb shit. But as of late, I've been really glad that I've been sticking away from it because I've been picking up new hobbies and I've been picking up new skills and I started working and now I can do things I've been saying I've wanted to do for since... You know how many times... Do you remember how many times I've said I've wanted to start collecting comic books? You've said it for a long time. I've said it for a long time. I have a job now and now I've, I've started collecting... I know. One of my new favorite hobbies is collecting and reading and doing all these things I haven't been able to do because I just look. I stopped being on social media so much. It was right. like this, this, like the day I, I you know, I quit YouTube and then a couple of days later I got a job offer. It was like, it, it was almost instant. It was kind of scary how instant it was. Mm. And I know some people have the opposite where they start downloading social media and things are going great for them. That's fine, but there is a certain live and learn aspect to it. I think. Yeah. But, wow. I don't know well, there's much left to say. Yeah. <laughs> I think we both were getting to that wind down and we're like, well, I think that's right. about it. I yeah. think that I think you said everything really, really well, dude. I think yeah, you did you did a good job at like projecting how it feels to like just be entrapped in it. Right. And like, I know you're I'll, I'll say I think you're very entrapped in social media. Very. I think you're, you're, but I think I think it's also a good thing too, because you've learned a lot from it as well and you've gone and we you've gained a really thick skin because of it and you've gotten to the point where and some things i can't do and you have a very large audience that you can talk to and a lot you have way more friends than i do you have way more people you talk to i talk to like four people since i started cutting myself off of it but i'm glad i did and right. it seems like you're really glad that you've stuck with social media because you've learned a lot and you've become really really wise Thank throughout you. this <laughs> yeah I'm proud of you I'm proud of you 
I mean, you, defi- you definitely have grown a lot since yeah. you like stepped away, and like I could tell that social media was making you very, very upset. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, you could tell. You could definitely. Yeah. Always, yeah, you could tell. You could tell that I was miserable for a long time. Yeah, because it projected, and I was like. I don't know if it's something I did, but I'm <laughs> yeah, not no. going to say anything. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how a lot of people felt. And recently, a lot of people have been talking to me like, man, you're a different person now. It's like, yeah, first of all, I lived through a pandemic. That that That's up there on the list of things I've done. But right that's, below a different, it, that's a different yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a di- whole different episode. That's a, that's a, everything's reopened. And eight episodes later, we can maybe talk about the pandemic but right yeah no i it's it's definitely something that you have to stop and think is this healthy for me right. and yeah You've definitely I, become a lot happier i could tell that yeah. your mood has definitely changed it has it really has and i i'm really glad for it and i'm glad that i have friends like you to have me oh, on your great podcasts thank you talk shit my favorite podcast <laughs> listen to half the first episode and then someone texted me and i don't know where that went but I'll listen to the rest before I'll listen to the rest before this episode officially comes out. Awesome. Well, guys, that's the end of the episode. Uh, thank you, Eric, for being here. Yeah, uh, I pretty much just said have me on the podcast, coward. And he, you were like, he really did. <laughs> yeah, <this> is- <laughs> like I was at the drive-in, like the drive-through, about to watch the fucking Conjuring, and he's like, "You want to do a po- like you want to do an episode?" I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, not watching the Conjuring anymore. I gotta have this motherfucker on. Like, right. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, thanks for being here, bud. Um, yeah, this was this me. was really really nice. Uh, I don't know what the next episode's gonna be about. Probably cock and ball torture. Um, yeah. Now that that's something you gotta have me here for. I don't say anything. <laughs> I'll just go just listen. But yeah. Um. I'll see you guys in the next episode. So I'll be here in three episodes when she begs to have me on because I this one got the most views. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going now. But again, thanks for having me on. Yeah, uh, no have fun editing this. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. All right, All right. bye, dude. Yeah, bye bye. <laughs>